Welcome back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. As we welcome you back to Sports Nightly, I'm Jessica Cootie, and Nebraska men's basketball set to close out the season with the regular season finale at Iowa on Sunday, 1 o'clock tip. And to talk a little bit about that and just the Huskers season overall, Emmanuel Bandamel, who just celebrated senior day as well inside Pinnacle Bank Arena. And we've had, I, I told you this, I saw you off the court or uh, at, at Pinnacle Bank Arena and at practice a couple weeks ago and was saying that fans were asking about you. So give us an update. How you doing? How's the knee? Uh, knee's pretty good, actually. Uh, I'm down to one crutch for the people that saw me <laughs> walking around with two crutches. So now I'm down to one crutch. And today's actually, it actually marks the fifth week uh, post-surgery. So, you know, doing really good. Range of motion is pretty good right now. Getting my strength back in my knee. Can I actually walk a couple of steps without my crutch? And, you know, we're getting there. It's like a slow grind, but actually, you know, we're seeing some progress, especially right now uh, with my uh, PT guy. We're really working at him. He's doing really good with me. He's been really great. So, I mean, we're working at it. We're attacking it one day at a time, and we're seeing some progress, especially right now. So it's been, yeah, it's been really cool to see it. Really cool. Awesome. Well, you know, senior night, you guys got quite the ovation, all, all of you guys that were honored there. Uh, what did that mean to you, you know, going through that and then hearing that kind of perception from Husker Nation? Uh, it's really funny, especially me. I've, it's like my second time doing it because I did it at SMU, but like to do it here and, you know, especially in that like situation that I'm in right now, being injured and all of that, just to see so much like like that much people like actually rooting for me actually rooting for the you know even though i'm done right now and i'm i can't play they're still like rooting for me they're still like looking towards to like you know watching me in the future and it just is a lot about like you know us nation they just really care about the players and they really care about like the student that they, you know that comes here and play for the for the uh for this uniform so it's just for me it's like great to see like that many people actually like caring about you know me getting better uh watching me play after uh, after i'm done here telling me that i'm like a usker for for life and they actually like you know they actually like embrace what i did for the program even though it was for like you know that short amount of time and it's just great it's just a great feeling like literally i was with my sister and it was funny because she was literally like telling me, you know, you did like really a good job, right? Like here, and the people are recognize, recognizing it, and I'm like, yes. And I, I had little tears at, at one point, but I was trying to keep it all in. But it was actually like, you know, to I was, I was telling her like, you know, people are recognizing what I'm doing. It's so great to like see it happen and to see that I'm, you know, impacting so many, so many people's life. And you know, that's what it is about. At some point, it's just it ain't just basketball. It's more than just basketball. It's also about life and stuff. So for sure, yeah. Uh, definitely it, make, it makes a good use difference you know you um your your career is done mm -hmm. your college career is done and you've been so positive every time i've seen you a lot of people i mean i i was telling you just a second ago i mean i tore my acl and i was depressed <laughs> but you know you've been so uplifting and you've stayed locked in the coaches have sat here week after week and said how important you've been to what this team is doing now even despite you not being on the court you have help play into the buy-in and the belief that this team still has. Mm -hmm. Why are you wired that way? Why has that been so important for you to, to be that way? I mean, I think it's just in our culture with my family. You know, our parents 
basically they came from you know nearly nothing they left africa they came to canada they left their family behind and all that good stuff so it's like you know they gave us another chance to like you know have a shot in life and you know being in better situations and you know when i talked to my cousin and when i talked to like you know some of the people when i there back home they got like situation going on like some people they don't get to go to school some people they don't get to like practice the sport that they want and it's the same thing back in canada a lot of people they don't get the chance to be in my shoes and right now i'm looking at it like yes basketball i, I knew it was a privilege but at the same time i understand that you know it's I'm still alive. I'm still like, you know, I'm still chasing my dream in a way. I'm still like in the best position to have like the best resource in Nebraska to, you know, take care of my knee and all of that good stuff. And, you know, some people, they get hurt and they don't have the chance to get that, to get that you know, those types of resources. And I'm, and I'm in a great position to like actually, you know, benefit from it. And for me, I look at it as like, you know, I'm still here. I'm still alive. There's nothing that's stopping me from, you know, doing stuff like literally every day. I still have a voice. I still can talk. I'm still in a good position to like, you know, get my master's degree. I'm still chasing my dream after this. I'm, I got so much love for basketball that I know that I'll come back stronger and like, you know, chase my dreams. So it's just, you know, I look at it in a positive way. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is kind of, it sucks in a way because I wish I could have played more in that uniform, in uniform, but at the same time, like, you know, it's a blessing because I could, I get to reflect on life a little bit more and, you know, embrace what I got and, you know, that's how it is basically, you know, there's always some, somebody that's in a worse situation than us and we don't realize it. So that's why I'm taking it like positively. What a great perspective. Visiting with Emmanuel Vandermel of Nebraska men's basketball. You know, again, the coaches have talked about how immediately, you know, the, the, the mindset, the culture that's in place, you played a big role in that. How were you able to do that? What was your approach to that in, you know, that hard nose on the defensive end and, and you know, some of the things that you helped implement in the culture, how did you go about that? And, um, what was your approach to that? I mean, I told you since day one, basically, that first day that we met and that we had that interview, it's, it was a one-day-at-a-time type of process. You know, I didn't want to just barge in and just come with, you know, let's do this, let's do that. No, it's a one-day-at-a-time type of thing. And, you know, a lot of people respect you when you show stuff by example. And I was, you know, for me, it was always by showing by example, you know, playing hard trying to do whatever it takes to keep us on the same page, try to do everything to show people how to play defensively, like, you know, by showing it with my, you know, my defensive prowess and my effort. And, you know, after that, when people see you working that hard, now they're willing to listen. And, you know, that's how I view it. And that's how I saw it at first. And, you know, at one point it was just really easy to actually tell the younger guys, well, this is uh, what you're supposed to do here. And, you know, that's that's what our defensive scheme is about. And this is what we need to do and blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it was just easy to take it like a one day at a time type of process, especially with a new team with, you know, Greasel coming in, new guy, you know, the new guys coming in and, you know, all of us like kind of, you know, and getting together and actually sinking in together. It's it's a, a process that takes time. And, you know, now we've been, you see, we've seen benefit of it right now. But, you know, it's, it's a one day at a time process. And it's mm -hmm. actually just, you know, keeping going at it, keep talking, you know, even though I'm down right now, I'm still talking to the guys, you know, talking them to like being in the right position. Maybe we don't hear me as much from the bench, but I talk a lot. I talk a lot. I try to, you know, do my part as much as I can. And, you know, I think that's how it, basically got you know we got there to that point and that's basically how i did it just by being vocal and showing by example coach has talked about how you took uh jamarcus lawrence under your wing and and he's followed your lead and what he's been able to do on the defensive end how proud are you of the freshman and the way he stepped up and, and tried to fill your role a little bit oh he's doing more than filling my role jamarcus is 
gonna be an amazing player, I believe. So like just him being a freshman and actually like, you know, filling those shoes of like being a starter, you know, that early in his career and actually like, you know, producing. Like last night I was literally <laughs> looking at Curry, looking at the guys on the bench. I was so proud of what he was doing defensively and offensively, you know, stuff were clicking and it's just you know, it was I don't want to say that I took him under my wing because he was just—he's just a brother to me. That's that wanted to listen and that was willing to do whatever. He's really like a sponge. Like he wants to learn. He wants to do the right stuff, the right things. And he's—it was easy for me to just—you know—I I see that he want to learn. I see that he wants to do the right stuff. And it was just easy for me to like—you know—I got you. I got you know whatever whatever you need. Just come to me and talk to me. I'll. I'll talk to you and I'll tell you what to do if you got questions or whatever. And he came by himself. I, I wasn't, I didn't do anything really, but you know, propose him to like, you know, if you need anything, I'm here. And he just took it. He just took it. He, I think it's showing today, but it's not, it's not even me. It's really all him. He's really a great play, player. He's willing to listen, willing to do the work. And it's just showing today. And he was just, you know, I was telling him, you know, stay ready. We never know what's going to happen. And obviously the injury happened and now he's, you know, it's his time to shine. He took, he took it, took the role, and now it's showing. And I'm really proud of the work he's doing. I'm proud of him every day. I, I think I don't even tell him enough, but I'm really, really proud of what he's doing right now. That's awesome. Also, Blaze Kata, um also I was told that you really helped him when he got here because French, he speaks French, and, yeah. and you speak French, so you really mm -hmm. helped him with his transition. Yeah, no, it was something to, because I've been in his shoes and, and at one point where, when I first got, you know, to the United States, it was kind of, for me, it was kind of weird to actually, like, you know, switch it all to, like, English. Because at first it was like, okay, I can speak English here and there, but I'll strictly speak French. So now I understand, like, what it was for him. And I was like, you know, I had, to ch I had a chance in Juco to have actually a, a French guy on my team. that he, he spoke French, too. And at the same time, he was kind of helping me with the transition and all. So I was... It was just, you know, kind of second nature to, like, you know, help Blaze out with the, you know, with the language barrier and actually help coach, you know, you know, kind of, you know, do that transition and help them, you know, be on the same page all the time. And I told you, it was kind of the main thing for me is to be the glue guy and keep everybody on the same page. So whatever it takes. And it took French for, for us to be on the same page. <laughs> so I took French for it to be for us to be on the same page. Yeah. You got to like what Blaze does on the defensive end. <sighs> I love him. I love him. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about this all day. Who at six eleven with this type of body will take charges in the mm -hmm. Big Ten? And Blaze does it. He gonna block shots. He gonna take charges, wall up on guys, get rebounds. It's just, it's just great to see that. Just to see that presence in the paint, and you know, having somebody that can, you know, that takes a lot of pressure, pressure off, like you know our. Our defense is just it's just great to have him on the team and I, I know that you know injuries are like you know injuries and, and all that stuff are you know kind of in the game you know is working on his ankle and all that stuff but when he's out there you know full full strength he's just a really a really a great force in there in the paint it's just been you know a pleasure to see that and to see that he's like you know in it basically improving every game and we seen it like when whenever he started and, and uh Dirk wasn't there it was kind of tough at, at first but now that he's filling that role of being kind of the second guy coming in in the second unit he's embracing it he's doing his job doing the work and it's showing every day even at practice is showing you've been a Husker just for a short time but have mm -hmm. you embraced the Iowa rivalry you know yes yes it's really funny i mean <laughs> It's actually really funny because I'm really close to Coach Nate, and Nate actually, I um, don't want to say hate, 
but we can actually get to the point that he hates Iowa and he really <laughs> disliked them. And, you know, me being really like a big competitor and being, you know, close to Nate, our coach, is, you know, I've, I was just feeling it with that energy. And, I'm, and I play with a chip on my shoulder. So whatever I need, like, even though I don't necessarily hate a team, I just have that chip on the shoulder and basically like having that, you know, scenario in my head of like, we, oh, we supposed to hate Iowa? Well, let's go. Let's hate Iowa. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, it gives me like, you know, kind of that, chip on my shoulder to play with and now I got like something to play from, like you know that's worth playing for now that's even bigger so last thing I got for you just uh, you know again you, you've talked about how much it's meant to you so what, what's the biggest takeaways that you'll take away for the rest of your life from your time being a Oscar Wow there's so much there's so much I don't even think there's actually one thing that I can take I, if I'll take something it will be the whole year <laughs> Literally the, the, every experience that I had this year was great but I think uh, I'll say the highlight for me personally would be like to be honored and be a black shirt and that's gonna be like something that's forever and now me and Juwan will be like the first black shirts out of you know football and I think that's a pretty pretty huge deal and you know, to be recognized as great defenders and especially like guys that change the culture, you know, I think it's just for us, it's really big to, you know, understand that it is actually a big, whenever you told me about the story, actually, I was like, okay, this is actually really bigger than I thought it was. And now I was really embracing it. And, you know, it's, it really, it's really funny, but with me throwing the bones, every, every position that we get a stop or whatever, you know, I see people doing it in the crowd. I see people doing it on the jumper tone, and it's like, well, you know, I think I changed the culture in that way. And it's like, you know, I'm I was embracing the whole time. I was really honored to be a black shirt. So I think that was that would be the one thing that I take with me. I'm glad you brought that up. I totally forgot to ask you about it. Did you? Are you hanging it up somewhere? You're gonna have it framed, or what are yes, you gonna do I with will it? Definitely have it framed. And for the people that think that it's a curse, no, it's not. It just happened that me and Juwan got her injured, but it's fine. It's not a curse. If we don't think it's a curse, we it's not a curse. So. Juwan's coming back. Coming yeah, exactly. Back. So. so. Mm -hmm. Well, Emmanuel Vanderbilt, it's been a pleasure. You've been such a joy and a treat to, to work you. with this whole year. And I know Husker fans have appreciated your contributions to Husker basketball. And I, the team's not done yet, and you're going to be as much of a part of it, yep. standing over there helping coach guys up and mm -hmm. uh, be, being that energy and voice on the bench. So appreciate everything you've done, and thanks for spending some time with us. Oh, for sure. Appreciate you. Thank you for my, having me here.